This is the Rich Eisen Show. Oh, man. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's an end around to Debo Samuel coming right, turns the corner. Keyshawn. Keyshawn Nixon on the interception. Wilson escapes the sack, throws left side of the end zone. Yes. It's intercepted. Today's guest, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long, ESPN college football analyst, Desmond Howard, plus your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Chris Long is going to join us in 20 minutes' time. What does he think of the Eagles falling and unable to get up to the 49ers who were just dynamite? Best team in the NFL right now. Hands down, I don't think there's any argument that the you can make cases for other ones, but I would... Uh, I would bat them all back. Um, I would say with the back of my hand, but that sounds uh, disrespectful. Um, <laughs> Did you mean it respectfully? Um, yeah, I mean everything respectfully, TJ. You know how I operate around here, what my default is. Come on. Until it's, you know, we're talking about Ohio State. Let me tell you this. <laughs> then I mean all disrespect. There you go. <laughs> no. In all seriousness, the fact that uh, they, they, they got left out of the college football playoff committee when Michigan put them in the coffin and Quinn Ewers, who left Ohio State for Texas, was the one who nailed it shut. It's what we call chef's kiss. <laughs> and then uh, and then Ohio State's quarterback announces he's entering the transfer portal. I saw that. There's a lot of quarterbacks in the portal. I already texted my Ohio State friends. Uh, Breer was on the receiving end of this, and Don Weir, uh, money man to the stars. I said, he'd be perfect for Iowa. And so it'll be great. <laughs> it's all great. So I mean that stuff, you know, uh, a little bit respectfully, mostly disrespectfully. <laughs> but that's what rivalries are, right? That's right. That's right. Rivalries are. They didn't even finish in the top six. Hey, we all saw this comment about Florida State being left out. They had to take Louisville and break off what um, the entire Seminole Nation's foot up inside of the Cardinals in order to get the attention of the college football playoff committee certainly if other results came in. And throughout Saturday, those results came in. Texas dismantling Oklahoma State, okay? Yeah. You know, Woodshed. which, which uh, if I'm not mistaken, you know, Oklahoma got Texas, but Oklahoma State got Oklahoma. So Texas got them all, you know, in the end. And looked terrific in winning the Big 12 championship. And their one loss is against Alabama in week two going into Tuscaloosa and winning that game. So when that happened, when Texas beat Oklahoma State about the face and had almost put a 50-burger up and looking the way that they did in yours, 452 yards. He had like 350 at halftime. He was terrific. He was terrific. And so that result comes in. And the storm clouds begin to form for Florida State because their quarterback went down a couple of weeks ago. And they haven't looked very good since. And the backup gets concussed. And you begin to see all of this stuff. And then Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. So when Nick Saban... And the Crimson Tide win the SEC championship by handing Georgia its first loss 
since what COVID <laughs> feels like it. And the two time defending champs don't even win their conference championship. When that happens, it began to truly form the storm clouds above Tallahassee, Florida, because you know, you can't take Alabama without taking Texas. Can you? I guess you could. Yeah. You can't take Georgia instead of Texas. You can't take you can't take Alabama, not Texas, but put the team that Alabama beat in there, can you? Well, yeah, sure you can, because the SEC, it just means more. Greg Sankey, who is a favorite of mine on this program, the SEC commissioner, talking about the Sesame Street theory. You heard about this one? No. What's no. this? He calls it Sesame Street theory. One of these is not like the other. And he's referring to the SEC. Not like the other. They're better. It just means more to them. You know how I've always had a problem with that phrase? It just means more. The SEC, that's their slogan. Just means more. Oh, okay. Like it doesn't mean that much to the rest of us. It just means more to you. You're the best. You're the best around. Nothing's, gonna Nothing's ever going to get you down. Well, certainly not a college football playoff committee, right? They're not going to. They're not going to take two SEC teams and leave Texas out, are they? And then Washington beats Oregon on Friday night, so Pac-12's in, right? You're not going to leave out the winner, undefeated winner of arguably the best conference in college football this year. Deepest. Certainly not the SEC, it wasn't. And then the Big Ten champ, Michigan wins. Their non-conference schedule was absolute, to use the vital phrase, cupcake city. <laughs> but they beat the number two overall team in the country in the Ohio State and Penn State, and they're undefeated. And as soon as Michigan won and the Novocaine wore off from the root canal, I felt like playing Iowa was... It's like it's like root canal, man. Their That's defense is lights watch. out. Tough watch. I mean, <laughs> it, their defense is lights out, and every yard you gain is the toughest yard you've ever gained in your entire life. And they're waiting for you to make the mistake. Yeah. And I mean, when Michigan got a huge punt return to set up their first touchdown to go up ten nothing, I'm like, wow, you to beat Iowa in special teams? That's <laughs> Pretty damn rare. Yeah. It's too bad. I was without their best player, which was a bummer. Oh, best players. But, I yeah, mean, yeah, so. right. So Florida State being without their quarterback, despite being undefeated, despite the ACC being six and four against the SEC, and all year long, all we're talking about is the SEC isn't all that great, not compared to the last few years. And I think we can all agree to that. You could see the clouds forming because Washington's in, Michigan's in. And if you're taking Alabama because they're the SEC and it's Sesame Street, and you know how to get to Sesame Street, by the way, this year in terms of the ratings. Every Big Ten team, by the way, and Ohio State, yep. and Michigan included, and Penn State, and Notre Dame 
those were the six most watched games before you got to any game with the SEC involved. And you know which was the highest ranked SEC involved game prior to this weekend? Was Florida State beating LSU. And by the way, LSU, I believe, by the end of the week, will have a new Heisman Trophy winner in their midst. Don't you believe? Yep. They also yeah. played no defense, lost three games, and that was mm-hmm. week one of the college mm-hmm. football season when there was no NFL. Right. So, but it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter because the kid in Florida State got hurt. So the competition committee or the uh, the uh, the playoff committee gets together and says thirteen and zero. Yeah, we're 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 just not sending you because you aren't as good as all the other teams. We're taking the best teams, so we're going to take an undefeated Power Five champ of a conference that was six and four against the Sesame Street conference, unlike any other, and sit them at home and put Alabama in. And I'm sure everybody out there is thinking, oh, well, Rich, you wanted Michigan to play Florida State because that's why you're saying this right now. And, you know, Boo Corrigan of the competi- of the college football playoff committee said that they had coaches on the committee and they asked them, who do you want to play? Who would you rather not play? And the answer to that came back, well, you'd want to play Florida State because they're less than. And... You don't want to play Alabama because that's Nick friggin' Saban coming with Milrow and the rest of this team that is getting better and just beat Georgia. And they're like, oh, okay, so that's a metric of who's better. Let's put Alabama in. And if you're sitting there thinking, I don't want Alabama in the Rose Bowl, you got to play them sometime, right? You got to, what is it? Beat the best to be the best? Uh, to, to be the man. You to be the, beat okay. The man. Woo! So, Fine. <laughs> and I, I, I saw Barstool tweeting out, you know, video of Michigan learning they're playing Alabama. A lot, and, of, a lot of groans in there. Well, you know what? <laughs> it, it groans or whatever. What do you want them to do? Cheer? What do you want them to do? Cheer? Then all of a sudden it's like now you're disrespecting the opponent. Now you're what? Oh, and you're saying nothing. No, seriously. Like, what are they going to cheer that it's exactly. Florida State? Get out of here. That team is about Michigan versus everybody. That team is about, we are number one. They are number one. Number one since 1997. If you're interpreting this like saying, bring on Alabama, fine. Bring them on. You got to beat the best. Certainly, if this is being decided by the college football committee, we're taking the best. Great. And it's going to be an amazing game. It's going to be so much fun. Nick Saban is coached in the Rose Bowl once. It was the BCS championship game in 2010 when they beat Texas of the 2009 season. Do you know the last time Jim Harbaugh was in the Rose Bowl? Probably when he played, right? Was my freshman year. Whoa. Best Michigan Rose Bowl loss ever because they lost to Arizona State and Ohio State getting ready to bounce Earl Bruce, thought, let's get the coach of the team that clearly knows how to beat Michigan. Let's get the coach of Arizona State that beat Jim Harbaugh and Bo Schembechler in the Rose Bowl. That guy's name was John Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that gave me a laugh. Certainly since we're seeing John Cooper 2.0 on third base right now. Listen. Wow. (laughs) Listen. 
Uh, this has nothing to do with Alabama making it over Florida State, and I have a problem because Michigan's got to take on Alabama. I can't wait for that game. It's going to be awesome. And if Michigan loses it, again, be that as it may. But Florida State is 13-0 of a Power 5 conference that was 6-4 and four against the SEC, and you're taking the SEC champion because they're not – going to be messed with or trifled with. Greg Sankey may be the commissioner of the future college football playoff world that has everybody in it as a Super League. ESPN has a $3 billion deal with SEC football. What, are they going to leave them out? Well, they're also going to put up a better game. You could say that. But but let me just say this to try and just uh, bring it home. Because we got Chris Long coming up. What if there was a committee... After Carson Wentz went down, uh, sorry, Philadelphia, you're just not one of the best teams in the NFC right now because Nick Foles, what are you going to do? You're going to win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles? Good luck with that with everybody else that you got to face. Yeah, they would have been out. They also, you wouldn't have been out. You wouldn't have taken the Giants either in 07. Which is exactly right. So why not give Florida State the chance that they've earned? And the defense had nothing to do with their quarterback's leg becoming kindling. That defense is actually balling the freak out. Because this is a TV show and nobody wants to watch a 40-point semifinal game. Unless they can come in and beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl. That's entirely possible. Why isn't it? With that defense. And then suddenly it's a magic carpet ride that we're talking about in the same way Eli was and Nick Foles was and Brady was because back you, in the day. Because you can't roll the dice and say, well, this could happen. Sure well, you can I because the kids have tomorrow. earned it. Because the kids it's a It's a bad break, it. and bad breaks are part of sports. Going but you, but you can't argue that these four are not the four best teams. Georgia's better than than Florida State right now, also, as well, evidenced by the fourteen points. I can't wait. They, I can't wait to watch that Orange Bowl now too, because of that. I mean, you told a thirteen and zero team that did everything they're supposed to do. Sorry, your quarterback got hurt a couple weeks ago, and the three coaches that we reached out to say they'd rather you know play them given the opportunity. So let's put in the team that nobody wants to play. In Alabama. And by the way, you know who's fourth in the AP rankings is Florida State. Alabama's fifth. There's so much of this that stinks. And I feel for all of the Florida State fans. And I, you know, obviously I will not be thinking about this when the Rose Bowl hits. Michigan and Alabama and Washington and Texas will be a terrific Sugar Bowl. And, you know, and let's see what happens in the Orange Bowl. I'd be curious if they, if someone still had the calculations that the BCS used to use. To put in all the metrics back then and see what the four would have been under that. stunk. Nobody had a flaw. But they always got it right. So. It was always the two best teams. My my heart goes out to uh, Seminole Nation. They beat four top 25 teams, man. Who did? Florida State. Yeah, so did Georgia, too. But, you know. But Georgia lost the game. Washington. Let me just. Washington beat five plus Arizona. Maybe they should be number one. Let me say one last thing. That's. uh, Ah. Let me just say one last thing. Washington could be number one. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. If if you're just going on who they beat, I honestly thought. I honestly thought that Washington might wind up number one and Michigan would be number two. Fine. Fine. And if Alabama was three because they think they're technically better than Texas and at least Texas is in because Texas beat Alabama and it could have been Michigan two and I honestly thought it would be Michigan two Alabama three when I went to work yesterday. Even though I, 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 I took the, you know, I shot a video from my office Saturday night for our YouTube page, and I saw this coming. I'm like, they're, they're, they're not going to put in Florida. They yeah. should, the four teams should be Michigan, Washington, Texas, Florida State. They won't do it. Watch. And sure enough, 
it was predictable because nobody's telling the SEC you're out because you're, you know, one of these things is not like the other. Your conference was was down, and you don't have an undefeated winner of your conference like the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the Big 10. See ya. Florida State should be most mad at Auburn for not defending fourth and 31. Well, that's the other one, too, is that Alabama, you want to talk about the best team? They almost lost to a team that got smoked by New Mexico State. So Fourth and and 31, Alabama's out because they have two losses. Correct. That's football. Well, you know what's not football? People in a room saying 13-0 teams can't play. So one last thing. One last thing. And this is, in a way, caping for Georgia, okay? I think... Hot take or not? I think conference Saturdays, conference championship Saturdays stink. I don't like them. I think that it is it is uh, uh, the worst money play that we see from all of these games that happen in all of these football stadiums at neutral sites, and and they take forever. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching shove passes into uh, Dr Pepper cans, awful. and 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 and, and and you know, and half the stadium is one team, half the yeah. stadium is another team. I, I agree. I get it. But there's no pageantry that feels like a college campus or the game. It just feels like a total complete money grab. And and it and and it it penalizes the teams that have to play in it and lose. And the teams that might be, you know, that do lose in in their regular season finale uh, don't have a shot to improve, while other teams have a shot to improve their standing. Like Alabama improved its standing, correct? Yeah, 100%. Okay. And Georgia lost theirs. Right. And Ohio State didn't get a chance to improve their standings. Iowa did because Ohio right. State is in the wrong division. Right. And I think that stinks. And and compare conference championship Saturday to the final Saturday of the regular season with Michigan, Ohio State, and the Iron Bowl, and the Apple Cup, and Farmageddon, and all of that stuff. That's what college football is about. Not this nonsense brought to you by soda cans. Yeah, why does the Big Ten play their conference title in a dome? That's like opposite of what Big Ten football is. I think it's just nobody wants to, you know, whether to be involved in the same way the Super Bowl is, right? The Super Bowl doesn't go, I mean, the Super Bowl rolled the dice that one time in MetLife. And it turned out to be a 60-degree night. Nice day. I yeah, know. Yeah. Well, it snowed the next yeah, day. It yeah. blizzarded oh, yeah. the next day. Yep. But, you know, that. Uh, uh, am I the only one? Uh, I, okay. yeah, I, don't, I don't love it either. Uh, it's a total money grab. Like you said, the games take four and a half hours. By the way, and I love the Fansville commercials. They make me laugh out loud. They really do. I had to explain to Coop who... Uh, who Bosworth Bosses, was. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, that's an extra little twist to it. I think those commercials are really funny. My yeah. boy's becoming a fan. Oh, yeah. The transfer portal one made me laugh out loud. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that your transfer portal was pulling people in, made me laugh out loud, but I, I, I can't see it every two seconds. Honestly, They're you right. know, the games are touchdown commercial kickoff commercial three plays commercial. Cause it's the end of the quarter. Very and well. you know, Iowa took advantage of that. You can't get any rhythm against them when you're playing. <laughs> right. Now let's take another timeout. Yeah. And they don't care. College football does not care that it takes four hours long. It's tough. Tough watch. And, and, but they have to service their television partners who are paying insane amounts of money, and they want the time in the commercial pods, and they're not pushing back in the same way that the NFL does. The NFL does not do what college football does. Last night, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, the Packers scored and they just kept it right there yeah. because they had just taken a commercial break. And they read, they read like 40 seconds. Tarika read like 40 seconds of, of ad copy. 
you know, and they're showing video, like photographs, montage of uh, of Vince Lombardi and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. and, then, and then they're back. Then we're back. I mean, the NFL yeah. does not do what college football does. They will never push back against the television networks because they run the sport. And the final four is a perfect example of it coming off of a college football Saturday that feels like nonsense compared to the regular season. Probably a question for Bruce. And by the way, one last thing. One last thing. They're keeping it next year. They're keeping it. They should get rid of it and then go into the playoffs. Right, right. I'm just wondering if this decision is now going to lead to the end of the ACC like it kind of led to the end of the Pac-12. One of the things that I heard Urban Meyer say on Fox, you know, normally I'm tuning him out, certainly since, you know, He's, he's always taken the approach of what the opponent to Michigan's coach is saying in the locker room. Hey, we may be down, but we're winning. The second straight week he did that for Ryan Day and now Kirk Ferentz, whatever. You know what? Charles is up there singing Michigan's praises, I'm sure, pissing off everybody, you know, on the opposite side of the line. But Urban did say that if they didn't take Texas, he would walk into his, I guess, scheduler's office the next day and say, schedule nobody. Schedule right. no one. Right. Schedule no one. Because Alabama was technically, for the last time, a non-conference opponent. Mm. Schedule no one. Means nothing. All it does is it puts so much on the line for us to have it held against us. Doesn't count for us. And fair, so, fair point. I know. I heard that. I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> absolutely right. Yeah. Now, next year, we'll be having this argument over who's oh, the 12 seed, 12 not who's point. the 4 seed. Yep. And will we be missing this? I don't know. I don't know. But certainly next know. year when there's three rounds of playoffs coming Oof. for everybody who doesn't have a bye, what's conference Saturday going to be? Like, who cares? Who, who, cares? Yeah, who cares? cares? All you're doing. What's for home games? Well, that's what, what you're doing is you're hurting. The, you're, you're blowing up the regular season for two teams, one of whom is basically playing to just screw everything up. Yeah, I don't know if 12 is better. Eight might have been better. Uh, no, 12 is fine. Just And and 12 is fine for 12, 12 teams fine. in and 12 regular season games for me is fine. The 13th one for just two teams before they start to – before both of them absolutely are going to be playing. Like, what are the odds that a conference championship game – well, I guess Iowa might have been playing its way into the final 12, maybe. Right? Maybe. Louisville could have been were, playing maybe like 16, into, its, into the final right? 12. You know yeah. what I mean? yeah. But I could get rid of conference Saturday, man. Conference championship Saturday. It's just, it's, come on. Certainly since it's, for what? Now you're going to have, a, after a regular season, and then that postseason's coming. What are we doing? You know, get your own pep, Dr. Pepper can and, and <laughs> shove passes into it. By the way, there was Who one referee who screwed that up. Throw it over, he threw, yeah. he threw a regular, he won. Didn't, didn't one referee screw it up? One of those conference championship games? Yeah, it was shocking. All right. There's no sky judge in the Dr. Pepper shove pass competition. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Chris Long will ask him a whole bunch of questions on this and NFL Week 13 when we come back. Your phone call is also still to come. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. You know, this just in, as you know, I love the University of Michigan, and I talk about them all the time. You do? You do? Yeah. Uh, but you know, <laughs> as you know, I, I, I write notes all the time, and I refer to my notes yeah. in this book that I had years ago. I got it from the Michigan Alumni Association, yeah. and I mentioned, uh, or did somebody call in and say, like, what are you writing in your book, or what yeah. your book is? And so I talked about it, and how I said that I'm, I'm close to the end of, of the, no I mean, look at all the pages of notes that I've had for all the years that have done the show. Um, and it's fallen. It, about that. You could see yeah. it's kind of like frayed and whatever. And I mentioned how I I, I would take a new one, right? <laughs> or I, I'm I'm looking for a new looking, one or looking for whatever. One. I'd love to get another one. Black market. I had books. no idea that out there taking in this show is a board member of the University of Michigan Alumni Club of Greater Flint, Michigan. Ned DeGallon. Ned heard this, and immediately you know called everyone up saying, "Can we get another one?" And they said, "There are no more." They, they, they just, stopped I mean, making just them. Out. So they kept on going in a search and a search and search, and they found one left. <laughs> the, the, and they not only found one left, they got it signed by Jim and Jack Harbaugh at a charity golf event in June. Whoa. Oh, that's and cool. then put it in the hands of class of 19 member. There's Jim signing it. I don't know if that's Jack to his left, but there's he signing it. And then they put it in the hands of Andy Molzon, class of 19, and he showed up after the show Friday with the new book. Oh, Rich, the unveiling. There it is. Look at that. And I'm holding it. In what are we to do with the old book? Did we kind of? Like... Oh, I'm not done with it yet. Okay, you got I thought <laughs> so. I got, I got, I got years of notes coming. So yeah. go blue. I want to thank yeah, the yeah. Uh, cool. Ned and everybody else at the 
Ned. Alumni Association of Michigan, and certainly in Flint and everywhere else, and go blue. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I'm going to cool. take this those book. Those things are really cool. I wish I had one from Syracuse. There you go. Awesome. Go blue indeed. Thank you. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. So much to talk about with Chris Long of Greenlight Podcast back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Chris? I've uh, been better, Rich. Been better. <laughs> okay. All right. Anything I can help with, Chris? Anything I can help can with? You, can you play linebacker for the Philadelphia Eagles? No. No, that's not my lane, sir. That's not my lane. <laughs> yeah, no. What what what'd you make of the uh, Niners' destruction of Philadelphia on Sunday? I mean, hey, I thought it was a bad spot for the Eagles, but I didn't think it was going to be like that. Um, you know, like this this is the best team in football right now. I, I think we for most of the year, when they're healthy, they've they've had the highest heights. You talk about like beating up on Dallas and now and now Philly. Brock Purdy, 500 yards in those two games, eight touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, I, I think it's a bad matchup for anybody, but when you when you look across the conference at Philly and a possible rematch, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, Shaq Leonard's not going to make the difference. Uh, you know, getting Cunningham back is not going to be the difference. Like, it's not going to make up 23 points. That delta concerns me. And when you look at the tape, we said coming in this game, they had to win the middle of the field. They didn't do that. They had to tackle these guys over 11 yards after the catch. Didn't do that. Um, and, you know, the one thing they did that surprised me is they came out quick. They jumped on these guys, but they kicked field goals. And, yeah, maybe that game's different if you jump out to a 14 nothing lead. And I think when you had it 23-16 or whatever it was, or 21-13 um, coming out of uh, that first drive in the second half, you score a touchdown and the defense has to stand up. They just can't five plays, 70 yards. It's like, if you can't keep these guys off the field and if you can't contend with what they do in the middle of the field, it's just going to be a long day whenever you play them. Now, the next time you could play them and you could be perfect and you could beat them, but you have to be perfect to beat these guys because they're that good when they're healthy. So then I guess the question for you is who's good enough to beat the 49ers right now? Because in the NFC, the 49ers have eviscerated the two teams that you would feel that have the uh, opportunity to beat them out for the one seed, including the Eagles, who are still one game in front of them. But all they got to do is have the same record as the Cowboys and the Eagles with some winnable games for them, with the exception of, I guess, the Ravens coming to their house on Christmas night. What, what do you got for me on that front? Chris? Well, there's a couple teams in the AFC, and I don't love if Kansas City got there. I don't love the matchup, uh, you know, anyways. But if they get their backers back, I think that's a big deal, right? Like, without Nick Bolton, it's been tough sledding. You saw that last night, like, going down another backer um, in Tranquil. Just, uh, they're too thin there. Uh, and then, you know, you, lo you lose Cook late in the game. That's another big issue. So, I don't know how I feel about that matchup. If they're not at full strength... Um, maybe Baltimore. Um, but you know, it, the playoffs, we play these games for a reason. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Brock could have a game where he turns the ball over two times. I'm not saying they're unbeatable. Um, but in, in a big situation, you got the coach, you have the personnel and you have a quarterback who now has showed up in the biggest spots. And I gotta, I gotta hand it to these guys. They do look like when they're healthy, the best team in football. Yeah. I mean, Purdy did come up with a, drive at the end of a game to win a game in Cleveland but uh his kicker Jake Moody missed the field goal 
But that's basically the only thing that I think we haven't seen from Purdy yet, right, is is a W in that situation. Yeah, sure. And as you put it, like, yeah, they, he drove him down the field in a situation where they weren't playing their best ball and they, they could have survived that game. But um, the Minnesota game, I, re- I really do think that was an aberration. Um, it was a perfect storm with some injuries and uh, that whole thing. Uh, for me, if they get home field, it, it's hard to imagine somebody – playing well enough to beat it, to beat them there. Um, but if, if there's any team that can do it, it's Philly on their best day in the NFC, but that was far from their best day. It just, you know, like we talked about the personnel issues, they're not getting fixed completely. And I don't know, like when we won the Super Bowl in 17, we had Nigel Bradham, we had Hicks, who's a really good player. Uh, we had Kendricks, we had guys that could, could really play there. Um, and Howie Roseman, as good as he's been, this has been the one thing they've been willing to roll the dice on year after year is that linebacking core. Chris Long here, Green, Green Light Podcast host here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's your level concern? Level of concern for the Chiefs? Uh, it's, I mean, I'm concerned about them. I think coming in this year, you look at this team and you say they're not gonna they're not gonna win the same way that they that they have in the past. Like right, but but the interesting thing is. Yeah, they're not going to be high flying. They got the same guys outside they had last year, uh, minus like Juju. So something's changed. Whether it's uh, you know the departure of Eric Bieniemy, or it's I know Andy Reid's the play caller, but you know Matt Nagy and these guys they have an effect on the game and how you're preparing and situational football. And I know it's um, a group effort and um, something's missing. And you know, like I I personally think if you're the Chiefs the number one thing you have to do is figure out who the wide receivers are that you can trust. Last week, they had four guys over 50% of the snaps first time all year. I thought they were starting to figure some things out, but a lot of sky more, you know, like, and I know that Veach hasn't had a great run of setting the table for Patrick Mahomes, but there's no need to hang on to this thing with sky more. Um, you know, I know Tony is completely undependable, but at least he has some upside, you know, MVS is not perfect, but, He's not a negative like like Sky Moore has been at times in the offense, and um, I think Rasheed Rice needs the ball more. So, do you put listen, that last pick on him, the one where that that where where Mahomes left it out there towards the the uh, sideline? I, and I it, can't. I, and the defender I can't ran say the for route sure. better. Okay, I can't say for sure. Like you know, listen, I don't want to like cape for Patrick when he makes that mistake. Right. If I'm not positive that that the wide receiver's dead wrong, but you know, like to me, there's too many instances where you're like, is the receiver running the right route there? Like Mahomes is not a guy who, 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 who puts the ball in the wrong spot a lot. And there's been plenty of situations where I'm like, is somebody on the wrong page here? I, I think people are going to make it like the sky's falling with green Bay been, been listening to this for a couple of weeks and the whole thing. I don't think they're going to look right until they get um, Nick Bolton back. Mm-hmm. Um, I worry about, the secondary, you know, having to to put Mitchell in there who looked turned around on that heave with Chris Jones bearing down on Jordan Love. Um, but more than anything, people are going to make a big deal about the offense. Until the end of the third quarter, their drives were all 70 yards. You know, it they didn't, they kicked field goals early in the game for a stretch. They actually look like, if you're going to tell me they can't make it work, I don't believe you. I think they can make it work. But they have to capitalize when they get in the red zone and they have to to work through some of these issues. But as evidenced by the middle of that football game, I don't think there were a bunch of three and outs or 
bad possessions. They just had to, I think they wasted that possession late in the game where they were down like five. They took a shot on second and eight, just keep running the ball. So as bad as I want to put it on the players, I don't think there's anything they can't overcome, but the scheme has to be better. And I'll say this in the AFC, uh, there is no San Francisco. So my panic level for them is not going to be that high because any of those four teams now can punch their ticket to the Super Bowl. You know, like Jacksonville, Kansas City, Baltimore, Miami, they're all in the same group. I think before the last month of the season, I thought it was Kansas City and the road went through Arrowhead, and I still think that can happen. When you look at the schedules down the stretch, they have an easy uh, stretch. If they beat Buffalo, I think they're going to have home field, but they're in the pack now. And uh, Chris Chris Long here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show, Greenlight with Chris Long, podcast host. So in order to win in the playoffs and then make a nice run in the playoffs, you need to have a, a defense that can get after the quarterback. You need to have a running game. You also need mm-hmm. to have a quarterback who can make some plays, a quarterback yep. who is elusive, and you need a play caller who knows how to get in his bag at the right time. How did I not just describe the Green Bay Packers to you, Chris? Well, you kind of, you, you, I thought you were caping for the Chiefs because uh, they, they got that too, but the Packers, I agree. Um, you know, I think a lot of people have been down on Jordan Love because of the first half of the season, but if you look at the way they call it offenses, I don't know if this was any of Jordan Love's fault in preparation or you know, like the way that they felt like from a trust standpoint, it just might've been a thing where they're like, he's not ready yet. And they ran a lot of their first half on offenses, especially like, like preseason games. I mean, like they just, it was vanilla. They didn't take shots. And over the last month of the season, Jordan has taken shots. They've been really good in the intermediate areas of the field. I think he's great turning his back to the defense. He's perfect for that offense and, you know, sticking his foot in the ground and finding that deep crosser, or, you know, like um, the changing his arm angle, like he can do a lot of those things in the short passing game, in the intermediate passing game that make me think that he's a real deal pro quarterback. And I thought last night we could make it about the Chiefs and we will. Yeah. But this is about the Packers, man. Like the to me, it's as much about the Packers as it is about the Chiefs. And two weeks in a row, not just beating good teams, but jumping them like they jump these guys. And I thought, you know, like, I think the edge rushes they have are, are a plus. I, knocking Mahomes down in the red zone a couple times. The group up front's really good. Um, they're getting guys back healthy on, on defense side of the football. And that offense is really, really clicking. So, you know, if you look at Detroit, for instance, who's going to probably win the division, right? Even if Green Bay keeps winning. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look at who you might host. Uh, in the playoffs, Damn. you might host them, you know, <laughs> Sean McVay, who wants to beat Jared Goff, uh, Matt Stafford, <laughs> yeah. who wants to win in Detroit. Yeah, you might get you might get wow. the Packers for the third time in a month. You might get, you know, any number of these teams. You might get Minnesota for the third time in a month. Like none of these matchups seem awesome if you're Detroit. Uh, but but that's the the hidden storyline for me is like some of these NFC wildcard teams are growing up to where they can make noise. And I think the Packers are, are number one there. Before I let you go, Chris, what did you make of the college football playoff committee's final four? What'd you make of that one? I got no issue with it. Uh, listen, I'm not a, a college football analyst. I mean, like, I'm sure you got somebody yeah. on staff who watched it a lot closer than me, but I, you want these guys to make the perfect decision. It's impossible. You know, this, this thing, like a power five conference champion could be left out any year. Right. And, you know, Florida state as good as, you want that pat on the back because you, you you played great. You beat who was in front of you, the whole thing. 
what you're asking people, if you're a Florida State fan, is to have a 23-point line in the, I'm not saying 23, but like multiple touchdown line in the first round of that playoff. And I think that's what's plagued the playoff to this point has been these first round games have sucked a lot of the time. I want to see a playoff where all the games are good. And, you know, like people that say, hey, the best team's got to get in. You didn't even get what you want, really, because if we're saying that, it's not just Bama, then Georgia has to get in over somebody. So there's no one way that you can boil this thing down. It's an imperfect uh, assignment for these guys, and I think they did the best they could with it. I know some people are going to say, hey, Florida State should be in, but, like, you're telling me they're going to win. Now, now bet me on the first-round game. You know, like, if Florida State's supposed to be in, then 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 tell me they have a chance to win that first-round game. They they wouldn't. Well, I, I, I hear you, and um, they are 14-point underdogs to Georgia in the Orange Bowl that they did make, and I understand your point. I just went, you know, kind of all in on this subject matter before you joining, and one of the things I said was, what if there was a committee of individuals the year you lost Carson Wentz to say, hey, you're not, uh, you're, well, you're a, not the same big, team with Nick Foles, you know? There's I mean, a big, like, there's a big the, difference. And that is? Because, yeah, there's a big difference. The big difference is we had four games or whatever it was without Carson Wentz. So, like, starting there, you know, that doesn't hold up because you actually have an opportunity to see this guy over a three, four game period where we played the Giants, we beat the Raiders, um, we finished that game out on the road with a backup quarterback. And ultimately, we won the whole thing. So unless you're saying that Florida State has a legitimate chance to win with a second or third string quarterback, you know, which we'll never know. But see, that's my point. We're not going to know. You know what I mean? And these... Yeah, but uh, come on. Like, it's apples to oranges, in my opinion. Well, I mean, that's why I wanted to ask you. Because, you yeah, know, I, I just, you I were just on think... the team that I was just talking yeah, about. No, no, no. We're, we're, but to liken us to Florida State, I, I you know, I, I put my whole life savings on them not winning the 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 college football playoff mm-hmm. like we were still the one seed we had an advantage with home field um and in the nfl i do think it's more of a team game you could say hey quarterback 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 but we see all the time that backup quarterbacks come in there i i had two lane i heard that guy got hurt he was like out drinking or something the, the starting quarterback got hurt like the night before the game and they're playing somebody early this season i'm like oh, i'm putting I'm putting, you know, the balance on the team with the starting quarterback and it ends up being a, you know, a shootout and, you know, I almost lose the bet. It happens all the time in college football and in the pros, I, you know, I, I just think having that four game window for us to get into the playoffs and see what we're about is what differentiates. If this happened mid season, you might have an argument, but I don't think so. Not not the last two, three games of the season. Yeah, I just thought Florida State could get your dog masks, you know, and throw them on and, you know, you never know. You know what Booger I'm saying? And Booger and Danny Cannell might like that. Now, the thing I do like about this whole thing is watching everybody melt down in real time. <laughs> because I don't care enough. Like, that's the thing. People are going to be right. mad about what I said here. Right. Like, somebody's going to be mad, but right. I don't care because I, like, I'm it just, it's not what I do for a living. Yeah. And I'm just a fan and yeah. I watch the games like everybody else. But um, I think if you want the best four teams or a combination of the best four teams plus the most deserving, I think they got that. You got a lot going on uh, inside the NFL. What else are you doing? What, how's your what, what's your pod? What do you want to throw yeah, just, out there? Just, just, uh, I think we get Bijan Robinson this hey. week. So you know, anytime the Falcons win, that's good because we've been hoping to get him for a little bit, and it, it's it's always it's always fifty fifty. So when you have him, you're going to use him, 
Or you're gonna sit yeah, we're gonna him down. Use him. You're gonna, we're gonna bring gonna in Patterson for a few questions. He's actually just gonna stand next to me. Is that what's gonna happen? Yeah, he's gonna. He's. We're gonna have him on one Zoom okay. window, and then Patterson's gonna come in and Algier. Right. Well, Algier will finish the interview, obviously. Yes, right? exactly. He'll vulture the end of the interview. That's exactly. the way it's gonna work. Okay, exactly. Very good. All right, Chris. Thanks for the time. Greatly appreciate. Thanks, Rich. You got Take it easy. Green light with pod- Chris Long podcast. So it's Chris Long here on the Rich Eisen Show. Oh, Falcons fans and uh, Arthur Smith had no idea they'd catch uh, some shrapnel. Yeah, I didn't there. realize you were throwing strays out there. <laughs> he was almost like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take a break. Desmond Howard still to come right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Your phone calls, all six lines are lit. Love it. We'll take some calls next. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the program. What are you guys talking about over there? No, just stuff selling your tickets. No, no, I'm <laughs> going to a game. When are you going to the next Rams game? When are I'm you going? going to New Orleans Saints? All right. What? That's a Thursday. That's Thursday night. You're going to go to that Brockman. I probably won't go to a game this year. Oh, Brockman. It just it does it didn't really work out for me this year. I gave my tickets away for yesterday to my friend and his daughter. Okay, and he had a blast. I gave you didn't tickets charge away. your friend. No. Okay. I if, if you guys ever I you know wait a minute. You would charge your friend? Well, I mean, it depends how close of friends we are. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not. Hmm. I'm with, I'm with Chris <laughs> on that. I better be at least taken care of from the friend. <laughs> TJ's laughing. Brockman, I'm with Brockman, just, though. Just depends. There is a, there's a circle. Just, just there, is a, there is a level. finite circle. You know I mean? Yeah, like there's if TJ friendship. got the tickets, yeah, I'm not I mean, charging TJ. You know, Browns fans, oh, Browns fans would pay through the nose, right. even to watch Flacco. Well, I mean, by I, the way, Flacco looked kind by the of way, good. I was compensated handsomely for my team. By the way, do you know how Jets fans are looking at Flacco right now? Like, what the Could hell? Could have had yeah. him. They did have him. Bro, he looked <laughs> good. The Browns aren't done Are you yet. ready for Simeon coming up? I mean. Well, there's word that uh, they, they're reaching out to Zach. They want Zach, and Zach's, according to the Athletic, they're asking Zach to get back out there, and he's saying no thanks. Good on Zach. I mean, Zach Wilson? That's what's that's that's Wait, literally the report from the play. athletic right now. Good on Zach Wilson. So what he's gonna be yeah, I don't want to play he work in the middle of the mall selling jewelry this no, time. He's saying I don't want a piece of that. You yeah. bench me and look yeah. at the, that's your that's your problem. He's gonna be on a new team next year. I would ask for my release if I was Zach Wilson. The big hey, who's gonna right pick him up? 
There's only so many quarterbacks out there, dude. Patriots would pick him up. He's better than what we got right now. Look, apparently there are better quarterbacks ATC, as Rich Eisen says, because Joe Flacco came and played well yesterday. He did. So I might pick him up in fantasy for next week. Joe Flacco wakes up throwing 50-yard bombs. (laughs) Not kidding you. Not kidding you. Game time tickets is there for you to hop on right now because it is time for a great deal. I've got an even better way for you to get a, a better deal than what game time is offering for tickets at every event near you. And if you're traveling this holiday season, you want to take your your family to a show, if you're going to New York, anywhere in the United States, Game Time is a perfect place for you to stop by because you get the best deals, last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, and you also see the view from your seat before you buy. You know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And even better, all-in prices show your total total up front so you're not surprised. And you get a great deal you know that you're getting before you check out. And even better, by taking the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time and downloading the Game Time app and creating an account, use the code RICH, $20 off your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Again, create an account and redeem the code RICH, $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Now, to be honest with you, I'm surprised Chris Long is just like, yeah, different. When we played with uh, Nick Foles, we had four games to show that Nick Foles was was the guy. And, uh, uh, and, and it's different than Florida State. Only had two games to show what we look like. I'm like, okay, then give him two more games. Honestly, and this is, again, BS. I'm not sitting here caping for Florida State because Michigan, I'm afraid to play Alabama. Michigan's athletic director, Ward Manuel, is on the college football playoff committee making these decisions. That apparently Rick Scott, United States senator from the state of Florida, has written a sternly worded letter to Pooh Corrigan at the college football playoff committee. Yes, absolutely. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take you to task for what you've done to Florida State while letting Auburn's old coach leave a whole bunch of mess for all of us. Yeah. Get out of here. Focus on the Auburn coach, okay, rather than the uh, Florida State coach. At any rate, Chris Long is saying, hey, it was different, but – then why were you wearing all the dog masks? Because we didn't believe in Nick Foles. We thought you were they were underdogs in every game for the rest of the year in the playoffs. I thought he would uh, take up the Florida State cause. Eh, you know? What are you, you're like you're like Seinfeld over there. That's a shame. Although yeah. you got no, you got nothing against Florida State over there. I, I don't. I have nothing against Florida. Syracuse in the ACC would have been nice to have some yeah, representation man. there. But look, I mean, the ACC has got to be really upset. Their strength of schedule was was booty. They just don't have the same juice as the SEC. You it's know? that simple. Jeff in Detroit, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. Georgia's schedule wasn't all that great either. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How's hey, everybody Jeff. doing? Jeff, how you been, brother? Jeff. I'm, I'm I'm right there with you when it comes to Florida. Uh, those kids got robbed, man. They sit there and do exactly what you needed to do all year long, and then just I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna tell it. you another thing. Yes. You guys were talking about um, the Green Bay Packers. I just got rid of one guy. I gotta worry about <laughs> another one, man. Come hey, man. On. Oh my. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, you do, Jeff. You do. Three. Hey, listen, and we all know this. There are three brothers that come along at the end of the season to really help you out. Mo, his brother Mint, and his little brother Tom. Momentum <laughs> is something else, man. I mean, the Giants, 
everybody knows once you get on that right track and you get going, it's something to see, man. I, well, as far as the college quarter, uh, as far as the college uh, football schedule goes, though, yeah. uh-huh. long as we're number one, that's that's all uh-huh. I care about. You listen, um, and 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 Michigan's going to get Alabama, sir. We're going to get them, and we're going to get them killing it. They are looking terrific right now. You can make the case they're playing the best football out of all the teams coming in. Momentum. I hear you. Momentum. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right, Jeff. Alabama and Michigan in the fabulous, beautiful granddaddy of them all in the wonderful, rich, lush history of Rose Bowl Stadium. Yeah, just just, just all about strength of schedule in college football this year. Texas was two, Alabama six, Washington eight. Georgia 45, Michigan 51, Florida State 55. You're out. Sorry. They, Quarterback you, or not. Hey, man. Like Jeff said, they did 13 what they were supposed 0. to do. 13 and 0. What are you supposed to do? You go out there and you win every game. Including the ones after your quarterback goes down. Kenya Martin got hurt. Cincinnati was the best team in the nation. They were a one seed. They got docked. They were a two seed, and then they lost in the second round. Uh, what are you going to do? I'm just glad. It's a bad break. I'm just glad some of the best stories in the history of the National Football League: Kurt Warner, Brady, Eli Manning doing what he did, and Nick Foles. Those are magic carpet ride stories that we will yeah, be telling they're, forever, they're the same sport. and we don't get the same opportunity with Florida State. It's not the same sport. I see a football and I see a field. You know, yeah, and it's now the same sport because it's damn near professional football. Desmond Howard coming up. The transfer portal, I mean, basically, free agency has begun in college football. Free agency has begun in college football. You're going to see it. It's already starting. The portal, I believe, opens up today and runs through January 1st. There's a lot of good players. I know they're all out there. And you know what all the coaches are doing right now? Monitoring it. All four of them that are preparing for the college football playoffs are doing exactly that. All of them. Free agency. That's what this is. You know, quarterbacks are going to get $2 million in NIL promises and deals to switch schools. That's because there's no regulation over I know NIL. That. I, I get it. So. And and we're already seeing um, that kid DJ, who's got the polysyllabic last name that nobody wants to actually attempt. <laughs> you know, went from Clemson, Oregon State. Now I'm hearing he's going to follow his coach to Michigan State. That's three schools, you know. I mean, and I don't have a problem with it. It's just that I, I hope it works out for these kids to get to the next level if that's what they want to do, you know. But the transfer part, so, so it is it is the same sport. It's pro It's pro sports. It is pro sports, and next year you're well, going to have – There's no committee in the NFL. That's the problem. You want a committee in the NFL? I don't, because if there was one, they would have told the Eagles, you don't have a shot this year. They would have told Eli, good luck, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were told let's get a Patriots, better team in than you. They were told the Patriots at 199th pick at quarterback. No, yeah, maybe. The Super Bowl. Desmond Howard coming up. We'll talk about it.